Fly Perspective Podcast. Going doing like this on another quarantine day in the U.S. Thursday, March 19th. Got my brother Glow Vega in here. I don't want to write this down. I want to tell you how I feel right now. I don't want to take no time to write this down. I want to tell you how I feel right now. Hey, tomorrow may never come. For you or me, life is not promised. Tomorrow may never show up. For you and me, this life is not Nah, but it, it's cool to have like two, three points, maybe even four. Yeah. That's a lot of work yeah. though. That's yeah, a shit ton of work. People don't realize that. A lot of people ask me like to help them with podcasts as far as yeah, like. I'm like, all right, I bet, and I help them out, mm-hmm. and I tell them what to do because they can figure out how to record it themselves, and they can put it real, and then they be like, they will right. hit back and be like, man, that's a lot of work, or, right. or whatever. You like, need a nigga who like I, I want to do this shit. You got, like, but at the same please, time, this is all I want to do. Yeah, at the same time, you got to find time for it and just do it. But it turned out to just be something I really fucking like. I ain't gonna lie to you. Right. And people just start liking it. You know what I mean? People people like it. So you wanna take the rest of this ninety nine bananas? Let's do that shit. Ninety nine bananas. Shout out to ninety nine bananas, dog. Ninety nine proof. Yeah, that's Dean's favorite, uh Shout out to Dean, wherever the fuck he at. Fucking sleep somewhere. Right. I sure hit him up. Side note. I told him I told him uh the the, the beat the beat gurus back together. Oh shit. Oh you smelt that heen? Oh, it's that damn Gualamata. <laughs> it's that damn Gualamata. Oh, shit. They made cocaine out of it. <laughs> bro, I told him that when he brought that over the other day. Bro, wait till it make, see how it make you feel when you drink it, bro. All right, let me hit this shit one time. Ooh, that's nice, though. That's how, nice. Your, how your chest feel? Like a grown ass man <laughs> drinking this shit. This ain't for those. No, that reminds you a little of that MD twenty twenty vibe though. Damn. Yeah. Hey, that shit fire though. Oh yeah, yeah. Dean brought that through. That's his favorite dollar shot in the store. Ninety nine. Oh, it's nice, bro. Ninety nine. A few of those, you. you oh, your fruit. You oh, bro, that's forty seven percent. What's up, man? It's Glow, man. Glow Vega. So you changed it up from Glow to Glow Vega. Yeah, it's no longer Glow, man. It's Glow Vega. Man. I like that shit. But uh, of course. That shit got a nice ring to it, bro. I know, I know. I was like, I feel like I was more that than anything. Plus, it was like, the truth is, you heard the name Glow Everywhere. Glow Boy, Glory, you know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah. But I was, you know me, I was always I remember that. when you was Glory. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, Way yeah. before the shit ever came out. When I out. found out you was doing music, you was like, yeah, man, Glory. Yeah. We used to just kick it. I didn't know you guys did no damn music. Right. And we I come from a time like that where everybody was doing music, so when you kinda said it, I was just like, Oh, okay, you know yeah, everybody yeah, doing music. This nigga. Yeah, but I then I don't know you. I don't know when the, what the first track I heard from you was though. I don't remember what it was, but I remember like being like like what the fuck? Like this shit hard. We was And it's Flow Valley days, I think. Yeah, we were sitting in uh Flow Valley sit- Community College. We were, we were sitting in the cafeteria 
Me, Tori, who else was it? Lamont, Lamel. Yeah. Lil, yeah, Lamel. We just start making the beat. No, no, no. This was before that. Before that. that yeah, yeah, yeah. But you remember that day, though. No, I'm, I'm that day. We oh, made that. I'm a baller. Dog. That shit, that shit is on YouTube. We was making the beat. Yeah. We was make, oh, well, it's on. I got it. It's on YouTube. I got to do that shit, bro. Mm. But I remember I'm a, um, that day, bro. That was a crazy day, bro. Them chicks was dancing. I was like, oh, yeah, we got to make a song to this. I'm trying to think. Uh, Oh, I don't think I'm signed in on there. I wasn't yeah. even there when y'all. I don't think I was there when y'all made the song. Nah, you didn't come to the studio. Yeah, y'all had made it. I, was I like, forget where we even recorded. Like, and, and I then, remember that fool Chuck. We had met that fool Chuck, and he was like, "I gotta go." And then, and then track. he was like, "Hey!" And next, you know, he took it to somewhere. Cause... Hey, hey, hey! <laughs> That's a little funny. I'm gonna go ahead and uh, I'm just gonna go ahead and insert that right here, bro. Pre, uh, you know, this is a throwback of me, uh, me and my boy String rapping. Uh, we used to be called a group official. This fool Glow is on the beat. <laughs> Man went crazy in Flow Valley Community College. Like we was just in the lunchroom chilling, and they made that beat and they played it for us. We was like, oh no, nah, we got to do it. No, Next thing you know, it, it, uh, it got on Blazing Streets. Uh, yeah, like a random mixtape. Like that was bro, going around. It was like, bro, what the fuck? I just got this mixtape in my, and the track was bro, on. There. And I it was, was like, on there. What? And we didn't know how the hell. <laughs> We didn't know how the hell that happened. We didn't know how the hell. Yeah, bro. That's bro, crazy. I bet you that's how it go. Every day, all day. Okay, you just, somebody just walk up to you. You know your shit number one over here. Bro, you would never fucking know. <laughs> you would never know. Somebody would walk up to you and tell I you you was famous or something. Exactly. I'm saying, I am. I'm just saying, a motherfucker would walk up to you and just be like, hey, you know you are. Uh, you'd be like, what? That's just how it go, bro, bro. Right. <laughs> you just wake up one day and you just like what? And you don't be, niggas don't be knowing how that shit go. That's how it usually go, bro. Right. You don't be knowing for real, for real. Did you? I gotta get some of that that lemongrass in here. That, that lemongrass uh, incense. How was it when you was uh when you was with the bangers, man? How was it being on tour, bro? That was uh, some of the funnest times of my life. I was just with them the other day, matter of fact, well, a couple members, so shout out to them, the Bangers 314 Day was the other day, you know, I talk about them a few times, they made Run Up Get Done Up, you ain't, you know, didn't know, you got a light on you, too? I got a light on me. But yeah, them was fun times, it was a lot of, it was good to see, like, how the business is run, like, behind the scenes with, like, an artist that's taking off. Mm-hmm. I definitely say that, that was, that was very dope. You saw the whole uprising. Yeah, hold the whole uprising and then the whole downfall. Fly, you didn't been around, dog. You 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 dabbled around celebrities for uh, quite a while. I remember back in the day, you was like, "Oh yeah, this nigga Soldier Boy coming to town." Now, mind you, this was before Soldier Boy. Uh, it was like, was like yeah. right before he like he was he was popping like he was bubbling super yeah I'm super that. heavy and I think uh, Crank that had just came out and it was right yeah before the I was bubble. DJing for him oh DJing like, for yeah. Him. It was like right. It was this like, is right. Yeah, I'm talking thing. about like right before it went off, and then that was the skinniest nigga I've ever seen in my life. Bro. Skinniest <laughs> nigga ever, bro. He had the biggest <laughs> eyes too. Like, he did though, bro. We, he had the rubber band chain on. Yeah, that fucking that shit was immaculate though. Yeah, like, I was bro, like, I how did they make that shit? 
<laughs> and then A-Rab was just chilling like in the cut. Yeah, the niggas. I talked to A-Rab, uh, what was it, a few months back. A few months back I talked to him. I don't know, he be disappearing. I don't know what's going on with him. But yeah, man, them was the days, bro. <laughs> like, I remember, I say my finest moment, moment, moment of this uh, DJing. I'm like, that joint starting to kick in, so I'm like, <laughs> just learning my words. <clears throat> my finest moment of DJing, I say probably, bro, was like, when I did the Scream Tour. And the first show, I get up on that, on that bit. It was like, it was dark, and I could hear, I could hear noises and stuff. Hear, hear, I could hear stuff, you know what I mean? But the lights wasn't on. It was just like the lights on the stage. I was in a platform, like, in the back towards the middle mm. of the arena. And I was always at the top. Like, not at the top, but, like, in the middle of, like, the arena. Like, so, if you sit at the top, you can see me. If you sit at the bottom, you can see me. And then the dude was like, all right, you going on and whatever. And I'm like, all right. I had all my equipment plugged up, my headphones. And I heard them say something. And they was like, yeah, we got something, something, something. DJ Soulfly. Man, they shine them big bright lights over on me, bro. And I looked, and all I heard was, and I was like, whoa, <laughs> they had me on the screen, they had me, man, then I started playing whatever I was playing, my phone, was, all I felt was my phone going off, like the vibrating, <laughs> man, that was crazy, Right. Bro. then I go in the back, after I get done, I got my equipment, I go in the back area where all the tour buses is at to load back up, and it's 50 Cent and Sierra right there, and I'm like, 50 Cent and Sierra, like maybe 10 feet ahead of me, hugging each other, talking. Oh, they was hugging and talking. Yeah, because they was going together at the time. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, he probably piped that down. Was that me? But time rolling on. Man. Then was the time, 50, bro. 50, bro. Yes, bro. Then was the time. <clears throat> hey, bro. But like I was saying earlier, bro. When I met you, it's like clubbing went to a whole different vibe for me because I was used to going to the black spots. Used to being around, you know, the same type of music, same type of vibes when I was, like, DJing and stuff, too. Mm-hmm. I met your ass, and the finest moment is when your ass took me to a spot in St. Charles called Riverside. Man. I remember the first night I went in there, I was like, what? I was a wild boy. And we was, like, 19, and we was drinking in there and everything. Nigga, we was 18. Yeah, something like that. Like, drinking and everything. <laughs> we was 19. Like, 18, 19. Yeah. We was 18, Drinking 19. and everything. Well, yeah, because yeah, yeah. we, we was at Flow Valley. All right, yeah. so when I was 18, I was pretty much 21, dog. We had a few clubs here where we just knew where to go. It was that. You remember the clubhouse? Yeah. I oh, my joint. God. I went there once with you. Mm. I went there once. Yeah, I, I go to all type of clubs, man, because I had so many people. I went to school. I went to, I went to school out in the county. Yeah, and I lived in the hood, so I was gonna say, yeah, you didn't live too far from me. So it'd be like I have friends out and about, but the funny thing is, a lot of the people I met out there, it was like we all intermingled with people who came from the same hoods too. So right, it was like I knew a dude named Eric out there that I grew up with, and uh, yeah, Riverside was crazy. Tumble, you remember that? You see, we got a crazy uh, little story. You remember that night out of Riverside? The last night we went. Oh, they got the busing. <laughs> they got the shooting out there. Yeah, so we walked out, right? I forgot what happened, bro. So we walked out. I remember the shooting. I remember running and shit. Yeah, go ahead. We walked out and we walked to the back, right? Because it was kind of just letting out. And it, this back in the wild, wild west days of Main Street. Yeah, tell yeah, you, yeah. It ain't like how it is now. Oh, no, nah, man. They shut everything down, dog. They yeah. shut so many things down. It's like one club down there now. Wow. But, um, but yeah, so we walked in the back. They got the tuffle and we was like, man, what's going on over there? Cause we, you know, we saw a few bitches. You yeah. Know. Know how I go, women, ladies, females. Girls. I've been this motherfucker. 
But yeah, um, fucking, it was crazy. So we heard some dudes just rumbling, and then next thing you know, we are pow, pow. And look, all I know is I turned yeah. and dipped. It was you, it was me, it was Tori. Yeah, I remember that shit. I and remember we all ran. just, we just, we ran. just booked it, yeah. bro. Like I'm talking about, all we heard, pow, pow. So man, and the cops like we got out, and the cops was like rushing down there. It was crazy. So after that, they shut. Uh, just recently, they shut a lot of things down, man. Um, it's just quintessentials out there now. And that's the same thing with all of St. Louis, man. Ember just popped out, popped up. Uh, yeah, I remember you were saying about that. But besides besides that, what, they got the wheelhouse or some shit like that? Oh, I mean, down on the St. Charles? I know they got a wheelhouse uh, downtown. Wheelhouse downtown. Oh, well, yeah, yeah. Who, uh, it's pretty cool. And then what was that place called? Club... It was like Club Olive or something, the Olive Bar. Oh uh, yeah, that was bar. hood though. But somebody, somebody got shot and they got, yeah, oh, yeah. got killed. Yeah, somebody that. got yeah, and like, that was done. Yeah, it was a crazy like shootout. Like some like ten people got shot or something. I think one got killed. Some crazy like that. Man, dude. So yeah, oh, that's no, the problem. That's the problem with St. Louis, man. Yeah, bro. It's the biggest problem. With Every St. Louis. damn day. I'm thinking about going out to Indianapolis for uh, for a weekend though. Yeah, what's popping out there? Shit, they got a little club, uh, they got a little club spot, so we might go out there. So we'll put the ashtray in. Bomb, bomb, bail. They want time, bomb, bomb. I don't know what the hell I did with it. That shit right here, buddy. <laughs> the ashtray? A tray of ash. <laughs> well, I guess we could ash on it, uh-huh. Riverside, bro. He said he turned that shit up. Bro, I remember I met this chick named Lupe out there. Right. Mm-hmm. Little bad chick. She was bad. You probably remember when I see you see out there? Oh, man. I didn't have some legendary nights out there. Bro. Oh, yeah. We, did you go back to that little after party spot afterwards? Because them dudes, they ended up, they ended up <laughs> buying. I don't know. They ended up buying a fucking, uh, an apartment out there. Like a house. Mm. And so uh, it got to a point where we'd be out at Riverside and we'd all just go out to this this house in St. Charles afterwards and just it'd be an after party there. I'm trying to think, if I did go out one with your ass. Man, it was crazy. <clears throat> it yeah. was some crazy times, man. Between the age of 16 and 21, yeah. like, that was a mad blur, bro. Yeah. It was just chaos, bro. Right, and yeah. just parties. Yeah. Like, unlike. Uh, just never stopped. It just never stopped. Yeah, for damn sure. I know, like my little time period. <clears throat> and then after twenty one, that shit was just like it just got even bigger. For got real. bigger and got normal. Yeah, for real. Because before it was kind of like, damn, like we out kicking it. We, you know what I mean? Young as fuck. We don't even drinking out here right. drinking. and shit. What do I want? I don't know. And remember they used to let drink. us in uh, Club Onyx, bro. When oh, I first started DJing gosh. there. And we was like 19. I remember the dude telling like the bouncer, like, "Hey, they can't come out of the DJ booth because da da." And I, somehow we ended up having beers every week. We had some beers, shit. We was drinking. Yeah. Like, that, that, I used to DJ that mug all night. And I, man, that was some of the fondest. You talking about a club? Like how the club? How the club looks on a little scrappy headbuster in the background? I don't know if y'all <laughs> have ever ever experienced a club like that in your life but look at that video and picture yourself in something like that we've seen club scenes like that before 
Like just tons of people, bro. Turn just jumping up and down, fighting each other. You know what I mean? Like all kind of crazy shit. I'm a wartime general, man. In, in the club, for real, bro. <laughs> like, for real, man, man, for real. I saw. But the thing about it, I thought about knocked out next to me, bro. Like, oh yeah, crazy. You always used to, you always just see that. If you was fighting somebody, whatever, then the security would whoop y'all ass. Rest in peace to Big Fred, you know? Rest in peace. Big All Fred, right, BTS, yeah. rest in peace. It's, the whole scene has changed. Like, completely, yeah, completely. You know? like, I, like, know of no black clubs that are not in North County um, anywhere in the city now. Like, for, like, none that are, like, to even be spoke about. Yeah. Like, yeah. Isn't that crazy? Yeah, I mean, the, the North County club vibe is not what's up. <laughs> You got like STL Happy Hour Bar and Grill, which is like in a shopping complex. It's you know, it's, no, don't get me wrong, it's a nice little bar, but at the same time, it's like and it closes like what one. So it's like you ain't you ain't gotten. I don't know. I guess North County got a bad vibe with the with the club scene or something. Baby, over why? Look, I want to talk on this shit real quick. Why do black clubs overcharge everything? Why you go to mix like? You go to a mixed club, or even let's just say white, right? Drinks be five dollars, seven dollars. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Ten dollars for a shot of Patron. Nigga, you go to the hood. One, it costs fifteen to get in, right? <laughs> like, hold on, it costs fifteen to get in this bar. Yo, <laughs> yeah. This and, little bar right here, though, right? bro. And you walk in, right? You see some biddies in there, okay? But then you go to the bar, and you like. All right, let me get a vodka sprite. She say vodka sprite. She said, yeah, let me get a vodka sprite. She say twelve dollars. Like a vodka, <laughs> I could have snuck a drink in this motherfucker and been and paid much much less, three ninety nine. I just don't understand, man. Yeah, and and I'll do you one better, man. I remember going to um, Las Vegas for the first time when I was like twenty three. Yeah, something like that. I was like twenty three, bro. And I remember like. First of all, me and my boy Justin went. Shout out to my boy Justin, Julay. We went out there, and we had went for Halloween weekend one year, and it was crazy. And um, I remember going there, and um, you know, being from here, accustomed to how the club scene go, blah blah blah. And you go to another spot, and you realize that okay, this clubbing thing is on a whole different level. I remember we went to a club, and we stood in line for a while, and then we got inside. And I go to the bar, I ask my boy, I'm like, yo, bro, you want a shot of Patron? He's like, yeah, cool. I'm like, all right. And I go to the bar, I'm thinking, you know, two shots of Patron, I'm in Vegas. And I'm used to St. Louis drink prices. You know, two shots of Patron might have been, what, $10 at the most, you know, for a shot. I go up there to the club, you know, blah, blah, blah. I'm at the bar, I get there. I'm like, yo, can I get um, two shots of Patron? She's like, yeah, that'll be $60. I was like, oh, never mind. <laughs> No, nah, I just played, but no, nah, I bought them. But I was, I was mad. I bought two shots of Patron for sixty dollars. Yeah, and I'll tell you another thing, man. That whole bottle service thing to me is just to each his own. But it ain't all what it's cracked up to be. I feel like them some of my dumbest purchases in the club scene is just paying like three hundred dollars for a bottle of Moe or something like that just to be seen. Honestly, you know, the champagne isn't that great. <laughs> But hey, I guess it's the lifestyle you live. Then I've been to some in the hood that was just like, um, 
where they make the crazy drinks like strong as fuck for like four dollars. Ooh yeah. Like I was at this old head. I like the old head spots. I was See, old head spots. That's what I need. To like the Zodiac to Lounge over right. here on like natural the deep real natural brick, bro. The deep natural brick. A number yeah, of old heads in there was See, like Kango hats. Right. And they in there drinking, drinking. I'm talking about, bro. I ordered a Red Bull and Douce. Mm-hmm. My whole cup right was Douce with a splash. And I mean a, a splash, splash of Red Bull. With a thought. And I was like. With a thought of Red Bull. Right. Yeah. With a little. I, I said, damn, this shit's strong. Girl, won't me, me. <laughs> Burned my lips. Tell, tell them about that story, bro. bro. Tell them about. Hey, okay, I said the prefix. So. <laughs> Alright, when I was about 19, freshman year of college, my mom got divorced. I had this house in North County for like the whole summer until August because of the divorce. They both left where my mom moved out of town, blah, blah. So I had this whole crib to by, you know, by myself. And I used to just have this fool come over or my boy String came over or whoever used to just come over. We used to go to the flea market, and we stumbled across a DVD called Crackheads Gone Wild, bro. And when I say, <laughs> damn, I don't mean to sound wrong, but when I say it's the funniest shit I've ever seen in my life. Ever. It's like the lifestyle Bruh. of an actual crackhead. crackhead. And I don't know who was straight videotaping every moment, every, I mean, literally every moment. You know what's crazy? <laughs> they had some shit to say, like... Like, bro, they had some real shit like, to say. It was like crazy wisdom, dog. They like, had some real, real shit to say. But then at the same time, they was also some crackheads. So you <laughs> like your boy Iron Lung. Iron Lung. <laughs> oh, baby, man. Baby, baby. <laughs> he told me to leave. Leave back, leave back, leave back. They was dog. <laughs> get out of my. They was smoking crack. He talking about, hey, lean back, lean back, lean back. He said, dog, get out of my face. Bro, some of the funniest shit ever, bro. Hey, talk about the one that was smoking the pipe with the leaves. Oh, bro. my God. My nigga, he was hitting the pipe so much that it started to burn, right? So. <laughs> he had grabbed these leaves off the ground. I got it. He put the leaves over the pipe. He said I had gray leaves burning my lips. He said just like that. <laughs> and then he said, I don't give a fuck because I won't meet me. I don't give a fuck. I won't meet me. That nigga said, I won't meet me. No, what was that? It was like the Florida edition. Like some yeah, people it was have seen that. this that are listening Man, to this. We podcast. are not the only ones. And they know, like, they Come know on, exactly bro. what we're talking about. It's scary. You seen Rackham? Rackham was. Where's he? Rack him. Rack him. Rack him. Yeah, I see that. Rack him. Rack him. Rack him. I ain't seen that so long, bruh. Bruh. It's like having a go-to graphic designer. Oh, we all got the ads, bruh, because I ain't paying for YouTube, bruh. I like the green one. Hey, when you need the ad blocker? Nah, I don't know how to do all that, bruh. Man, I'm going to have to hook you up. Shut up. Hold on, good. I gotta get him. I gotta get him right for you. Rack him. Rack him. Rack him. Rack ball. Rack ball. Rack him. Rack Rack ball. Look at him.
Kim 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 I'm dead, bro. Put your hips like you would have had a game of Belmont and Rocket Chicken and Allah Ragba. Hello, What's your name, man? Willie J. What's your name, man? Watch them DVDs and go crazy, bro. That's some sad shit, bro. Yeah, just to think about it. Hey, bro, I was with this motherfucker on this uh, with Dean, and last episode we came across a video of Steve-O, bro. Mm. He had his worst crack uh, story. All right, that shit go. Okay, I'll play it for yeah. you. I'll play this piece entire. This is my best drug story. Oh my god. Okay, I'll tell. I'll tell you. Oh my god. This is fucked up. Fucked up story. I used to do this in my live shows, but I determined that it just wasn't fucking funny. Um, I'm gonna shut this door now. I was so helplessly addicted to cocaine, it was insane. Like, Helpless. if I ran out, I would call this drug dealer, and uh, if I was waiting for a call from him, I'd be like, using my cell phone as a pillow, so that when it vibrated, like, it would wake me up and be like, oh yeah, I need drugs. Now, if I went to, uh, if I called up the drug dealer, and if he didn't answer, I would just, fucking show up at his place. I would just I go there and be like, ah. When I got to his place, I would, Bro, I would try the door. Sometimes it was open and I would just walk in and uh, sometimes it wasn't open and that was upsetting. Um, this guy, okay, this drug dealer wasn't just a drug dealer. He was also like a hardcore addict. And when I can, I'm talking about cocaine. This guy would inject cocaine. He would shoot up. And for some reason, because I never injected anything, some reason that I just don't understand about people who shoot up cocaine is that with their syringe, they squirt their own blood all over the place. I mean, this guy's apartment, it was all, like just on the walls, even the fucking ceiling, the furniture, this motherfucker had just, his, with his syringe, <laughs> squirt all over the place, blood. So, uh, and and sometimes when I showed up and I would walk in, I'd find the guy like sitting there with like with literally needles, fucking hanging out. I felt like it was hanging out of his neck one time. And he was sitting there, and I walked in. And he was like, "Oh, oh, <laughs> like he pulled the needle out of his neck. Like, oh, what's up, bro? <laughs> you know? Like, uh, fuck, it was gnarly. And uh, you know, I whatever. I wouldn't judge him. I'd be like, "Oh yeah, hey man, I'll be like, give me some coke, and I would buy like a bunch, you know, like." Um, God, so I can always buy like quite a lot, and um, quite a lot. So this one fucking time, I showed up. I, his door was not wasn't wasn't locked, and it was open. I walked in. It wasn't in the living room. It was in his back bedroom. It was like a guest house kind of a deal, and uh, 
it wasn't like an apartment, but it was. It was like a guest house. He went like through the back of someone's driveway, and then he was, he was in, in the back. And I walked in, so he's in his bedroom in the back, and like the dude's like he wasn't dead, obviously, but like, but he was just not responsive. You know, he was so he had I guess been awake for so many days that there was no fucking way this guy out. He's like, I'm like trying to wake him up. Yeah, I need fucking drugs. And he's just there's no getting this guy up. So. So fuck, man. Like uh, I just finally was like, okay, fuck. You know, he's just sleeping so heavily. I'm just not gonna get him up. So I went myself into his living room to the table where he would weigh out all of his drugs. And there was from him weighing so. This guy sold so much fucking drugs that, that on the table itself there was just like a fucking residue of cocaine just built up. And I'm looking at it like I knew that if I took a card that. Uh, that I, I could just, I could scrape up like the gnarliest pile of cocaine. I just knew it. I'm just like, I'm just gonna go. I just, I want drugs. And I'm just, fuck, I'm gonna go fucking help myself. I'm gonna go scrape. So now I go and I sit down at the table where, and I'm looking at it. There's cocaine, cocaine all over it. But like I said, the motherfucker squirted his own blood everywhere. So it's like cocaine with blood. <laughs> like little like splatters like thin like you know and I'm like fuck this is a terrible idea like there's just this is fucking bad and I'm like and I just start scraping up fucking cocaine I, I'm and like I can like visibly like in the pile I'm scraping like it, I can see specks of blood and I'm, I, this is the this is how fucking bad I was addicted Bruh. sat there and fucking snorted the motherfuckers blood dude what the fuck <laughs> yeah I was asking for my craziest drug story that was on my I wanted to ask you that well I guess I'll have to watch them bro this motherfucker said <clears throat> he snorted like somebody else's blood in the cocaine bro can you imagine an addiction that that no. that bad bro? I've, I've reached the bottom man no, I didn't have some nights yeah I ran some days with some coke bro what was it like <clears throat> oh man the funny thing is we was at the wheelhouse right yeah and some dude we ran into some dudes that was with another homie he had never did that shit before right yeah so I tried to tell him, like, look, man, man, I'm gonna tell you one thing, dog. If you, if you, if you go out enough nights, I don't care who you are, you go out enough nights, you're going to be exposed to virtually everything, dog. I think the only thing that I literally haven't like popped in on was like somebody like busting on some needles or some shit. Like, yeah, that. yeah, like yeah. that's like the only thing. But like, I mean, like, come on now, like I didn't see some motherfuckers sniff. I went to college, you know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, we went to college, so you didn't see motherfuckers sniff everything, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, shit, motherfuckers would sniff fucking pixie fucking dust. Oh, yeah. Uh, when he was they, little ass kid. Or they used you know to huff the, um, all, all type of the aerosol scans. All type of dumb ass shit, right? Yeah. So, oh my God, man. I I told my homie, I go, bro, dog, you don't want to do this shit, dog. This ain't for you, bro. You got that type of personality. Told him flat out he'd be addicted, huh? It's the type of shit, dog. If, I'm gonna tell you, man. If nobody ever did cocaine before. Cocaine is the type of drug. If you're not, if you're not, if you're not strong of mind, if you're not like strong will, you gonna have a very, very hard problem with that thing. Cause the level of temptation is high. Huh? Is just is. So what high. it feel like, though? No, you ain't ever did that shit. Hell no, man. Um, 
Never? I ain't never. Nah, man. Wow. Yeah. Uh, cocaine. Uh, that shit. The only thing I ever did was Adderall. Um. All right. So cocaine is like. Uh, I'm trying to think, man. It's like uh, you know, you know how uh, when you said you was uh, you was in front of all those people uh, at one of your dopest moments. Oh yeah, the scream tour. The scream tour. Imagine, imagine the scream tour in a line. Yeah. That's, that's what, and that's what the coke is like. Imagine, uh, I guess it's like stepping on the stage and ten thousand people screaming your name, and you like, that's exactly what it's like. <laughs> and oh, and oh. and you gotta understand if you like poor or something like that, and you could like, and you could sniff something, you could step on the stage every single time. Yeah, bro, you're gone. You know what I'm saying? Like you, you feel exactly like a celebrity. Yeah. And I say it make it would make you feel like you were literally on the red carpet and somebody at the end of the red carpet somebody <clears throat> handed you four million dollars and you rode off in a Bentley wow. to the Hollywood Hills to a pool party wow. with, with three butt naked ass model maids waiting <clears throat> for you. Like wow. um, like wrap that whole feeling yeah. into a line. Like that's cocaine. Like for real. Wow. And I try to tell motherfuckers They can't uh, handle that. Don't, don't respect what the fuck it is, dog. Like for I mean Molly Molly is like a race, you know what I'm saying? That shit's like imagine like you probably ran shit like that. It's like yeah. a, it's like being in an F one fifty car and you just like you never been in one before. Yeah. And you just went straight. Like and you know what I'm saying? Like as fast as that motherfucking car could go. Like that's Molly. That shit just go quick. Or yeah. you might run into some shit where it's just like, you know, but I I never really kinda like really favorite anything except like running into some blood from here. Yeah, some weed, yeah. <laughs> I mean I used to smoke weed, I used to get so fucking high. Yeah. And I used to didn't like it, so I didn't smoke for real. <coughs> Unless I was with like you or someone, I might hit it like once. But I used to get so high. And I never understood like how y'all niggas do it. But then I don't know, I got older and I'd say, man, there's more stress came on and more mm-hmm. things in life. And I just started to like... This shit makes sense. Bro, when I smoke this shit, it's like, I'm cool. Yeah. It's like, it'd be feeling like a, a weight is lifted off my mm-hmm. shoulder. Like, I'm just straight. I don't overthink nothing. So... Now, <clears throat> imagine how much stress... You, you got... You got... Remember when you said you wasn't doing it, but we was doing it every day. Yeah. You can only imagine how much stress... That we was kind of going through in our young lives that we couldn't even fathom. Hell yeah. I couldn't fathom the level of anxiety. Still to this day, I can't really. This one? I, really uh, I never been able to fathom the <coughs> level of anxiety that I really go through because a lot of people go through their own shit. Yeah, you know yeah. What I mean, and you just be like, deal with that shit because you just be you be dealing with it, but that's not really the way to go. Nah. Sometimes you gotta talk to motherfuckers. Yeah, and then, and then too. <laughs> like as men, you know, too, we sometimes think we don't need to talk to nobody about nothing, you know. <clears throat> so we hold a lot of shit in, right? But you know, hey, any way you get it together, man, because that mental health is real too. Oh yeah, mental health is very real, bro. Hell yeah, hell yeah, bro. <clears throat> so what you listening to nowadays, bro? Uh, you know what, man? I've been in the lab, man. I've been like really kind of like trying to cultivate a new sound, man. Yeah, uh, a sound that's like, um. And I'll show you some tracks after here, just kind of like absent of any kind of criticism. Like, I was just kind of like, let me just kind of go off on my own and just kind of make some just kind of groovy shit. I'm in kind of on this kind of, this kind of like 80s cocaine. The funny thing, you talking about cocaine? Yeah. 
it's like this kind of eighties uh, club vibe music that you would hear like in the late eighties uh-huh. with like Prince and like Michael, but but it's like it's like a new age style of it. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. I, I could play some shit after this, but uh, but yeah, man, yeah, we definitely gonna get on some music in a minute. Oh hell yeah! I mean, we might have to, we might end up putting a song at the end of this motherfucker from. Making a beat and you coming up with a little freestyle. Yeah, that's how we do it, <clears throat> you know, that's how we can do it on the fly perspective. You know what I'm saying? But that's so. But that's that's uh, that's kind of what I'm 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 on right now. Yeah. It's kind of like uh, I make music now just how I feel. I don't yeah. really. It's kind of crazy. I don't really worry about too much. I try to be as as free minded as I possibly can nowadays. I be thinking about other. You know, I think as your situation changes. The way you approach music will change. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But at the same time, it's one of them things where it always tends to call you back. You might leave for a while. It's like a comedian like Eddie Murphy was saying or um, uh, Seinfeld. Yeah. They were talking about um, how it kind of comes full circle. They was like big. And now Eddie Murphy wanted to get back on stage. Martin Lawrence, he ended up getting back on stage. Yeah. Chris Tucker, he ended up getting back Bro, on did stage. Did you see Dolomite? Yeah, that shit was funny yeah, as hell. That shit was funny as hell. It bro. was funny as hell. That like, was, it was funny a as hell. Quintessential Eddie Murphy yeah. funny ass movie, bro. Yeah, like, bro. I will say that. I know? definitely will say that. I'm excited to see what uh, you know he gonna do with that stand up too. Yeah. Oh yeah. Because he, he got a stand up. He got a stand up for Netflix. Special. Yeah. They said it's the high. I think the highest paid one. Come on, bro. You ain't. You gotta cash out on Eddie. Cause you know how much they cash out on Dave Chappelle. Yeah, they cash him cash out. Cash him out. We're talking about he like. Top class, yeah. And Chris Rock, they cast his ass. I I saw uh, what was that shit called? Tambourine. That shit was hard, bro. Tambourine, which one? Oh, that, that Chris Rock. It had yeah. some drama to it. Yeah, like, yeah, he really it was kind of. Nice. He really kind of was like vulnerable in that yeah. shit, and it was funny too. But he yeah. kind of was real about it. I liked it. There was more like a story. Chris, uh, who else getting funnier? Though? Kevin Hart, he's yeah. getting funnier. Yeah, like, and he was kind of. He was blow. He the funny thing is he was blowing up, right? And he had like he was just kind of funny. He was kind of like popcorn funny. Yeah, yeah. But like that's now, why I really don't really fuck with him too much because it'd be kind of right. cheesy. It'd but the like, stuff he come out with lately, yeah, but, it's been way better. But like when I'm saying like his body of work, yeah. As he as he, it's getting as he start doing more and more content, mm-hmm. that nigga be having me dying, Damn, like for real. Yeah. You seen uh, Coldest Balls? Nah, you ain't seen none of the coldest balls, bro? When uh-uh. he uh when you get like the dunk tank with all celebrities nah, and stuff nah, like nah, that. I ain't never seen that. Ooh, that's funny as hell, bro. Alright, damn. You I gotta, gotta check, check that out. out. Yeah. He got new content. The coldest balls. Coldest balls. He like right. you know you know how like uh Yeah, like, no, the sports they, joint. Yeah, yeah. I seen the pictures book. of it, but yeah, I didn't that I didn't shit. Funny as hell. Oh, watch the one with uh him and Mayweather. Okay. Dog, cause you know they both short. Yeah. And they both talk a lot of shit. Dog, that's the funniest one. Man, okay. It's the funny because it's like Mayweather play like a quintessential straight man. You know, I'm like in like you know, kind of in Hollywood, right? Like, like I'm no frills type of, but I still tell jokes. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Yeah. He because that's kind of his personality. He kind of he kind of like serious, mm. but he like crack hella jokes on the side. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But Kevin Hart, he just a fool. Yeah. But look, he seemed like he a fool <clears throat> on camera. But he dead ass serious behind the scene, like for real. Wow. That's what that's you seen. Um, um, don't 
what is it? Don't fuck this up or some or don't screw this up on Netflix. Yeah, I seen that. Yeah, yeah, that like, was that was that was dope. That was yeah, a dope that was hard. documentary. That was hard. I, that was I would hard. say that definitely was a game changer. It did. It's like you. It like, was damn. and it was real too. Yeah, this showed like all the shit that they was going through in life, mm-hmm. especially with the cheating thing. I was like, whoa. Hey, man, look, at the end of the day, dog, mark this day, dog. He he's going to become a billionaire. Oh, he's I gonna, he's going to be the network and all that. He got the network. Of, yeah, he's going to be one of the first billionaires because the level. If he just the thing is, if he just keeps making content, if he make if he make ten movies that each gross two hundred. Yeah. yeah. But that's I don't know if he could do that. That'd be crazy. Man, but even man. if you did five. Yeah. In a row, you did five in a row. That yo your company's. I think he probably already getting up there. Yeah, he popping. I will yeah. say that. Shout sure. out to Kevin, bro. Yeah, yeah, man. At first, like I said, at first I wasn't on him at all, dog. I was just like, I was like, he kind of cheesy, but I liked him in um, Soul Plane. That shit was hell. Yeah, Soul Plane was funny. <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Well, shit, man. You trying to get on some beats now? And uh, get on these beats, man. All right, bro. Hey, we mess with y'all in a second, man. We might have a track for y'all at the end. Where can they reach you, Glow? Man, you can catch me on IG, man. Um, at Glow Vega, just kind of spell it out for like dots in between G dot L dot O dot D. Oh, okay, okay. You know, we'll put it in the. Yeah, I'll put it in the description. For sure, for sure. For sure. One time for my man, Sean Lee. St. Louis, stand up. Office project. Yeah. It's called If Liquor Could Talk. Sean Lee, holla at him. Fly respect. I wake up to some me and Jay. Don't feel ashamed on how I start my day. I'm just being me. So if you don't like it, I'ma do it anyway. Okay? My girls call my phone up. I know they're stressing. They get the yelling on, asking all the questions. But baby girl, I'm sorry I didn't get the message But get the stepping Cause bitch, I'm grown Don't call my phone Girl, I'm moving on What you ain't know a nigga lonely than a motherfucker I shouldn't dump my girls cause I really love them They gave me everything And I really like the times that we had fucking No bluffing Now I call they phone up with the stressing I get the yelling on, asking all the questions They telling me they sorry they didn't get the message Stepping, I should've known They was moving on Cause I did them wrong It sucks to be alone They moving on I should've known They was moving on Cause I did them wrong 
comes back around, comes around, comes back around. What goes around, comes back around. You didn't know, you know now. You didn't know, you know now. You didn't know, you know now. What goes around, I should've known.